Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me in Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. And I'm Scott Cherry. movie this week was Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. In, in, oh, wow, I can't say it. <laughs> Endor from 1985. Directed by Jim Wheat and Ken Wheat. I guess they're the Wheat brothers. Uh, written by Ken Wheat, Jim Wheat, and story by George Lucas. Starring <laughs> Wilford Brimley as Noah, Warwick Davis as Wicket, Aubrey Miller as Sindel, uh, Cyan Phillips as Charel. Did they actually say... They never said her name. Okay. They never did. Actually, it says it in the opening credits, but they they never say uh, they never say her name. Okay, she's more of like you or I don't know. Like I don't know either. What? Are you, what? Well, you know, when she's ever referred to, it's more. Oh yeah, yeah possessive yeah. or evil, evil, evil lady. Yeah. Yeah. It's your fault. Carol Strucken is Tarek. And then a whole bunch of other people that are, let's see, uh, Tony Cox, Daniel Frischman, Pam Grizz. These are... All the people that played Garbage Pail Kids. That is correct, probably also. (laughs) Or the people in Willow's Village. Yeah, the Willow Village people. The goblins in Labyrinth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the famous people. All right, I love this movie. It is uh, it is a cherished childhood memory of mine, and I like it. And I've always said that I will put uh, Battle for Endor up against any of the prequel movies any day. Oh yeah, any day. It's certainly less tedious than most of them. <laughs> yeah. It is fun to watch. Yeah. Well, I had a lot of fun watching it this time. I don't think I've ever seen it before. Oh, really? And you your know, first time? Yeah. Was it your first time too, sir? Yeah. Have you seen the first one? I don't think. I, I don't think know. I have at least parts of Caravan it. Caravan of they, Courage. They call it Caravan of Courage, but when I was a kid, it's like it's when it was like turn. it was called Star Wars, and then it was like, oh, it's called The New Hope, and, and, and like this one was like this. It was called the Ewok Adventure, and then they were like, uh, Caravan of Courage. Like no one ever called it Caravan of Courage. Okay, <laughs> tack it on later. Yeah, and Battle for Endor is leaps and bounds above Caravan of Courage. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, in my opinion. But uh, this movie is fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun to watch, but I I think I was... Uh, I would have been a little scared if it was a kid version of me watching it. <laughs> I ate it up when I was a kid. I, I, I loved it. The old, uh, the old uh, ogre uh, Tarek. 
<laughs> which uh, you know he he's the ruler of the this kingdom and i don't think i ever thought about it until uh, just watching it right now he has uh, this power over um Shandell, is that the witch's name yeah he has power over her she obviously has way more power than Tarek. Oh, yeah. Totally. What, it, what, does, yeah, it does seem it, consistent. Or it has to do with the ring. Yeah. But she, well, she, yeah, she has a, a, a magic ring that allows her to transform. But she only really transforms into two different things. Yeah. The, uh, the raven, and then she, you see her as a Isn't princess. Some, like, illusion magic or something. Yeah. Or, 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 yeah, like a... Mm, a, a white sorceress or something. I get the feel that, that that his true power lied in the fact that uh, that he controlled all his men. I think that's really what it came down yeah. to. Yeah, he, he kind of used that mm-hmm. because through the entire movie, he's like, "Get me the magic! I need give me the magic!" <laughs> and then it's like, and, and it's like, well, why do they follow this guy? He's got no power. But then at the end, when he's fighting. Wilford Brimley with that giant sword, uh, that awesome battle. <sighs> then you can sort of see that he's got some some uh, rage he, behind him. He, he can fight. Up. Yeah, he yeah, can yeah. fight. He backs up his word. Yeah, we, we don't yeah. see too many of him standing. Like the actor who played him is the same guy who played Lurch in the Adams Family. Movies. Get out of here! What are you yeah, even so talking about right now? Isn't that like mind blowing? Okay, I can see that now. Yeah, but did cool. he do the voice too? That must be well. Uh, just based on the IMDb credits, it doesn't actually say a separate voice actor, mm-hmm. so I have, I have no idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I just watched that Star Trek episode with him where he's playing oh, a little yeah, yeah. gong. Yeah, <laughs> Major Barrett. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But uh, see, and 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 his quest in this movie is for the power. Use your magic, right? And he's got he 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 pulls out like this this map thing. Am I talking too much? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He pulls out this map and he's like, "This is it. This is the power. I need the power." (laughs) And like, he's always. He's always after the power, right? Yeah. Dude, you're doing his voice down like perfect. I, I've I've been doing it since five years old. <laughs> I've had lots of practice with this. Five year old looking in the mirror. Yeah, use your magic. Uh, but he's got the he's got these plans. It looks like the the plans of the Death Star even oh, yeah. a little yeah. bit. Some, you know, some sort of blueprint. Sideways thing. view of the thing. You know, business the, end view of the thing. Give yeah. him a star man. What's he gonna do with the power? What what are those plans for? I don't know. They look pretty futuristic yeah. for a guy that lives in a stone a castle. castle. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Uh, I always thought that was that was kind of kind of weird. And 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 short sighted goal. Short sighted goal. Yeah, yeah. I just need power and magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tarek, what exactly would you be doing with the power once you've attained it? Get the power of profit. <laughs> Off to Ewok jail with you. Uh, it's on the chart. Yeah, yeah. Dude, let me show you the, my plans again. <laughs> just a 
piece of paper you and, found somewhere. Yeah, and it, yeah, totally. <laughs> because he picks up like garbage he and he's like, well, this is the power. It. Here's the magic. <laughs> and he's he's obviously been after the 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 magic and the power for a long time because he killed uh, Wolford Brimley's uh, friend for Salik. And uh, uh, he's been after the power for so long. He imprisoned Salik, killed him, and now he's, he's uh, bleached he's bones. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, what, what would I, I believe Salik was trying to, like, uh, you know, failed miserably. But maybe he was just trying to, like, you know, find a way. How the hell do I get out of this dungeon? Yeah. Oh, the power. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll show you how to use it. it. You get me out of yeah. here. I mean, you know? he... But maybe it just failed because yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. that's, that's my presumption. His name is Noah. Noah says that their star crystal, which is very technical, uh, yeah. <laughs> was, was destroyed when they crash landed on their first mission. So sure. what I'm assuming is that uh, Salik went out with like with the plans, mm. and maybe even he had like the broken thing to like go ask around and these guys were just sitting in their castle with their their giant okay. swords and be like excuse me have you guys seen anything like this power see but okay i like i'm gonna go back to the beginning because okay. i love i love it so much because the 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 first ewok movie is like uh uh mace which George Lucas is only capable, apparently, of coming up with three names, <laughs> and has to reuse the name Mace. It's a, it's a space name. Yeah, spa- yeah. <laughs> space Mace. And uh, you after a great Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, uh, uh, the 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 first movie is all about Mace and Sindel going and uh, uh, rescuing the parents, rescuing right? the parents, yeah. and uh, and. In this movie, in the beginning, it's like, all right, kids, we're about ready to fly off the planet. Here oh, no. we go. And then, <laughs> and like the kid Mace, he's the breakout star in the first Ewok movie. In this one, he's like, ah! and then immediately gets killed. Yeah. Off camera, Her too. There's just yeah. like, there's like, killed. there's like some bushes, and then the house blows up behind it, and then. Mm. There yeah. goes the, the, the space bracelet. I wonder what the explanation for that is. I mean, it's like we don't have as much money in the budget for these actors or something like that. I don't know. I think they realized that everyone hated Mace. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can get rid of him. I only saw him for, for one minute and I hated him. He's a, yeah, exactly. He's a bratty kid from, from the first one where he's like, oh, this Ewok spear. What am I supposed to do with this? Go throw a rock? <laughs> It would have killed me off too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Even the Ewoks get a a little uh, fed up with him. He's going to become Stu pretty soon. I'm going to learn English so I can tell this guy off. So I I think uh, I think you had brought up a a good point uh, too when uh, when these ogres, for lack of a better term, because they never say what their species are. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I haven't consulted Ogre's Wikipedia yet, Aww. but uh, but the ogre, uh, the ogres, where are they in Return of the Jedi? Where are yeah, they when the Empire real. storms well, Endor? Now, now I'm just like because we were trying to figure out if the timeline. Because I was under the impression that this happens before Return of the Jedi, but 
there are things that make it seem like it has to have happened after. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you said, Wicket knows English. Uh, they obviously are familiar with the blasters and stuff like that. They're not, yeah. not, not freaked out by that. But if it had taken place before Return of the Jedi and they got wiped out by the Ewoks, that would explain why they're not there. Mm. It also doesn't seem like they're native to that planet anyways, because why do they not look like any of the other species? Well, there, there, there's... There's an argument to be had that it's before or after Return of the Jedi. One argument is that if the Death Star was that close <laughs> to Endor and they blew it up, goodbye, Endor. It is not happening. Also, in this movie, there's a giant moon yeah. in the background. Was that in Return of the Jedi? I, no, I, I'm gonna I, have to I say don't, I don't remember, and I, no, well, and if it was, I don't remember it being that humongous. Because in some well, shots, it that, takes up the, the Death entire. Star couldn't immediately blow up Endor. Is that the planet right? Endor? No, 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 no. Endor was because just because the, Endor was just the moon that had the shield generator well, for the Death Star. That's the forest right? moon right. is where right. the Ewoks are. They're the forest moon of yeah, Endor. Of so Endor. maybe that bigger thing is Endor. Are, are you telling me this might be a different moon? Perhaps? No, no, no. Because Wicket was on yeah, okay. um, the yeah. forest moon. Yeah, it's still yeah, pretty consistent. Endor. Yeah, okay. it doesn't have its own name. Let's call it a uh, 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 Smicky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so they're actually not on Endor. They're on a moon around Endor. So perhaps they, it's the planet. No, they call could, it could the, the forest moon forest Endor. Endor. Okay. Oh, I thought it was forest moon of of Endor. Okay. Because I think I think that's interesting. I have no idea. It does pull up Wikipedia and see yeah, what kind of it, BS they it. have. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me call George. George. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'll have a great explanation. George, what are you doing right now? Won't you just leave me alone, goddammit? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, at the beginning is the Ewok Holocaust when they burn the Ewok village. What is going on here? Down to nothing. Also, Ewoks just can't. In, in, in this in this movie, oh my God. when the ogres go and they set fire to the Ewok village... It's on the ground. Yeah. But in Jedi, the Ewok village is in the trees. Yeah. So once again, we could like reason that if their village was destroyed in this movie and then return takes place afterwards, maybe they move to the trees. Because we've seen that they're super industrious. Like once they like decide they're gonna do something, all of a sudden they're building gliders. Yeah, out they of get together pretty quick. The hang gliders <laughs> they, The Ewoks are proficient. With hang gliders. <laughs> they know. They because, know. Because in the first... Instinctual. The, totally instinctual. So, in the first Ewok movie, it's literally the first thing that they do is craft a hang glider. And then... And then... Uh, Wicket in here... <laughs> Sindel goes to sleep in a cave. And uh, the forest moon of Endor... Also known as Sanctuary, Sanctuary Moon. Okay. All right. That's. I think they threw it in there because it was like the cool yeah. extreme sport I mean, of the eighties or something. Well, you talking about the hang gliding? And they were like, <laughs> they could have had some other cool extreme sport. That's true. Base jumping, in, like stuff kids <laughs> would like, like like a skip it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's some got, other thing. Wicked's got a rock tied to a, a, 
a rope. I just yeah. pictured some like golden eye scene where Wicket's like bungee jumping, you know, to oh, yeah. whatever for some reason. <laughs> bungee jump. And he, and, he, and he uses a ribbon dancer to distract the guard. Dude, I bet there were ribbon dancers someplace oh, totally. with the Ewoks. Yes. I don't know which movie, but I bet they used one. I, you <laughs> know, uh, I, I would like to talk about Wicket. He doesn't know how to speak English. The The Ewoks don't know how to speak English. Yeah. But somehow, Wicket has learned... Uh, pretty good broken It's unsettling. Pretty, yeah. It's so, very unsettling at first. Because, mm-hmm. like, the first line in the movie is Wicked just, his jaw just moves, and the tongue of English is coming out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, the ball speaks through that, T-Wonk. <laughs> and you see, and and I don't think he speaks that much English no. in, in the first movie. Caravan, in Caravan yeah. That is what I understood, yeah, that they, in the beginning, or in that first movie, that mm-hmm. he only spoke English on occasion. And then the second movie, they were just like, uh, we got to sell some more toys or something. I, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, but because I mean, he, he definitely speaks the Ewok language on occasion in the movie, too. But uh, perhaps I wonder how much Typically time is supposed upset. to have passed in between. Like, you know, uh, Sindel. Every time I say Sindel, I think of Mortal Kombat. Sindel you mm. know, was just sitting down with him and teaching him English this whole time or whatever. That makes sense, though. I think it's a fun movie to watch, but I had a lot of questions. Like, right, right where where did Sendel come from? Oh, because this is the second one. Well, you if you see. read in the prequel book, no, oh, yeah. sorry, no. Is there like an easy answer for that? I don't think so. I, you know. I forgot exactly what the family is there doing. Um, <laughs> it was originally scripted as a, vac- a National Lampoon vacation movie, and they crashed on yeah. the The family is there as Ewok slavers. Wrangle some Ewoks and go sell them off to Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine. Sure, do love some Ewoks <laughs> after they're rescued and trade some of that sweet spice. They, they just can't do it. Uh, look, Sindel, don't get too attached to these Ewoks. Uh, they're beneath us. It's, uh, it's Danny's bread and butter. <laughs> oh no! Hey. In the Ewok trafficking, yeah. <laughs> a Mad Magazine that had some Star Wars things in it, and one of them was uh, Leia being like, "Oh, Han, these things are so cute." And Han's like, "Yeah, they really are." And the next scene is them sitting next to a fire with an Ewok carpet. He's <laughs> like, "I know what's going on here. It looks super cuddly." Okay, I like talking the story. I do want to, since this was Aaron's pick, I okay. do want to talk about. When you first saw the movie, yeah, yeah, how long you've been watching it and why you can't stop. <laughs> you know, my reasons are similar to Scott's, man. Like, it's just kind of one of those movies my mom recorded, mm-hmm. and and you know, she would just put the tape in to shut me up. You know, she's like, watch <laughs> this movie, you know. And so, you know, the first one I was just kind of like always whatever about as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just kind of it was fun, yeah, sure. But this one, I, I think, I think why I am so drawn to the second one is probably just the incredible amount of action that's going on in this movie. Mm. Like, it, it, I mean, there are some pauses, some some, some quiet moments, you mm. know, some reflection on things that have happened, you know, earlier in the film. But this this movie, like, is pretty much bookend. Not too much. Bookended yeah. with a lot of action. Yeah, pretty, yeah. and good and, pace. And, you know, for being, you know, a kid with a lot of ADD, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, like tendencies, this it was, it was perfect, man. Really awesome pacing. Um, 
amazing creature effects and all those ogres looked way cool. And, mm. and uh, I feel that a lot of it influences some of my art as well. I like to draw some pretty, you know, gross looking dudes. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it makes sense in the long run. Yeah. Uh, also for me, when I, when I was a kid, this was before, uh, Star Wars before, I think you could even buy Star Wars on VHS tape. <laughs> and if you, it, even if you could, it was like a hundred dollars yeah, a yeah, tape yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Oh my gosh. And, and, you know, after Jedi, this was all you had yeah. was these two Ewok <laughs> movies and like the droids cartoons and the Ewok cartoons too. But uh, uh, even the first Ewok movie and as a kid, I know that the Ewoks catch a lot of flack, <laughs> uh, but I still have a place in my heart oh, for them. Totally. I, I love them. Totally. And, and this is the, you know, by far the, the superior movie to, to the first one, because if you think the ending of this movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense, <laughs> the ending of the first one, your head will explode. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but for me, it, it was, uh, you know, it was much more available than the other Star Wars movies because, you know, like Aaron, we taped it off of TV mm-hmm. and and this was one Star Wars movie that I could watch over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. I, I don't know how old you were when you first saw it. But I, I can't. I can't recall. Because this was like when we were pretty young. That, yeah, um, like four or five. I I would have been probably five when this came out. What year was 85. it? Eighty five. Eighty five. No, I was four. Yeah. So if I was four when this came out, I know I would have been terrified of those ogres. And <laughs> like your parents probably taped it when it aired. Yeah. Because they likely. had like an interest in Star Wars themselves yeah. too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. My parents were Pretty huge Star Wars fans, absolutely. Science yeah. fiction in general, but yeah. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. But it wasn't, like, on when you were, like, an infant, <laughs> right? Well, 1985, I would have been two. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. He was like, on when he was an infant, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah, yeah. He was pooping on his diapers and my mom, screaming out wicked. My mom often loves to remind me that, that the first words I ever spoke were Star Wars. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. No, I was, like, I had the toys... I mean, I think all I really have left from that era is the um, the uh, Jabba's Palace keyboard dude, no. the blue dude well, with the, the suction cup kind of fingers. Dro- droopy McCool. Oh, droopy droopy McCool. McCool. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I totally lost his little organ thing, but, you know, still got him. Mm, mm, <laughs> that's cool. I, I, I was like seven when this came out. So it, mm. I was I, I, out of my mind, Star Wars oh, yeah. and, and, and that's like Ewoks and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ugly ogre guys. Yeah, and, that's perfect. That stuff. Yeah. I do remember when this came on, the night that it came on, I was only able to watch like the first half hour of it. My parents sent me to bed. Sure. I remember thinking, like, can't you just look, cut me a break? Look, this is my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. Can't you just let me stay up for an hour? I'm just picturing <laughs> young Scott laying in bed, eyes just like, you know, just open. Totally. Just staring Unfair. Up at the Unfair. Unfair. Watching the first half hour of it going, what What do you think is going to Because in the first half hour, there's that cool stop motion animation. Yeah, yeah. And that rib cage. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, prison. Uh, prison. Yeah. And, uh, Raven. 
lady changing from a raven back. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I wanted to talk about that too because that's really some of the only magic, real magic, <laughs> uh, in this movie. <laughs> and Tarek, see, Tarek is after the magic. He needs the magic. He doesn't realize the only magic there. He's got yeah. like, the the witch lady. And it's like, give me the magic, give me the magic. And, and he allows her to have that ring because at the end he's like, well, this is mine now. And it's yeah. like, why didn't you just do that from, from the beginning? 25 years like, ago. Like, yeah, exactly. When that other guy was in jail. Exactly, exactly. And, and uh, but, you know, they never call it the force or anything. And it's not the force because the lady is not inherently magic. Right, it's the, yeah. it's a magic ring. I mean, is it supposed to be like a force crystal or something? You know, what they, what they make the lightsabers out of? And no. I don't think they thought that deeply. In, in universe it. explanation. You know. Oh, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course Afterwards, I didn't. We're going to need Wikipedia to retcon mm-hmm. all of this, please. Uh, you guys didn't include that part about Metachlorians I wanted to. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Battle for Endor, it's uh, non-canon anymore. Uh, you see? <laughs> Yeah, that Disney is going to come down on us. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast about this. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you weren't allowed to talk about this. Bag over our heads. And <laughs> Let us never speak of Teak ever again. He Aww. never exists. There's no oh, Teak. Man. There's no. no space horses. There's no Teak. There's no life. Okay, when you said that, that was so funny because. Uh, the witch lady, she gets around on a horse, and <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those things in Star Wars where it's like, okay, it's a horse, but we're gonna put like this yeah. mask on the horse yeah. and give it some horns. Yeah. Now it's space horse, yeah. <laughs> like a unicorn or something. Like yeah, something but different about it. I was yeah. I was okay with the horse when she was pretending to be that you know the nice you know white haired or blonde haired lady or something. Sure, sure. I was thinking, oh yeah, it's like a you know a fantasy image that she's concocted. Little girls love unicorns or horses, whatever. But when she switches it over and it's well, it's still a horse except Stallion. it's black, and then she's riding off. I was like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> space horse. Yeah. <laughs> this this world to me seemed like it was in a completely different galaxy than the rest of the far Star far Wars away. Stuff. <laughs> maybe a, a long time ago, but maybe <laughs> maybe in a different galaxy yeah. far away because this was like magic and like these scully kind of ogre creatures, and there were like. People that looked like they were from Earth in 1980s clothes <laughs> and wearing all the appropriate things of Earth, like glasses and mm. like sweatsuits and stuff. And I don't know. I was just kind of like, where where did they come from? And the, why didn't the magic ever come back into Star Wars if it exists, if yeah. it can exist? Well- but, I mean, but they and, don't and or, know how or, to use the force. And or being a fringe planet. Uh, and, 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 you know, I mean, extended universe, I don't even know if I want to even. But yeah. It, but like, just like, open a can of worms. Yeah. But, you know, there, magic magic was sort of included. But, I mean, it's always been force yeah. related. Like it's mean, always yeah, been. Yeah, like the Sith. The Sith have always had all these different the abilities. Death of, the death of Mary like, Witches, whatever the yeah, night, night Witches. And, yeah. And yeah. That's exactly like what I'm that. referencing. So, I mean, this, this could have been. 
magic, aka the force, except for there's I don't remember transformation she just kind of focused, magic. Focused her energies through the crystal. I mean, they just wanted to make a, a nice little story for children to enjoy. Yeah, I'm and sure you were tearing it apart. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure Lucas was just like magic, whatever you know, in the script yeah, somewhere. <laughs> space magic. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas signed off, and when I'm making my dream project, Howard the Duck, I don't care what you're doing over there. Yeah, <laughs> you're making a, a made-for-TV movie. Uh, yeah, great. I'm over here doing a mountain of cocaine, uh, <laughs> trying to get Howard the Duck uh, uh, made. <laughs> <laughs> With a child pornographer. Oh, 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 oh. Got Leah Thompson in this bikini. Yeah. <laughs> Leah Thompson over here doing fake punk rock. <laughs> the lady in this like kind of struck me as like a Tina Turner Beyond the Thunderdome kind of lady. Totally. With like the metal like bustier, bustier kind mm. of thing and stuff. I feel like she's the most in-depth character uh in this because you you can feel the tyranny of Tarek through her. <laughs> yeah, she is genuinely terrified of him, and you and you can tell that she's been under his control There's for so history. long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there and uh, <laughs> at the end when the girl like says no, she's evil and throws the keys down. I was like, I I feel bad for this lady. I always felt bad, even when when I was a kid watching it, and uh, Tarek. Uh, has he takes the ring from her and she turns into the crow and that's it and yeah and, and then what Noah hits it with a rock or whatever and uh, just screwed. <laughs> and and she is locked in a bird's uh, body for, for the rest of her life and then just flies away i uh, because I always, I feel so bad for her yeah. through yeah. the entire movie because Tara is like, hey, go get my magic. Go I get said, my magic. go do this <laughs> for me. You know, go it, do that for me. Yeah. Just, yes, your majesty. Yes, your lordship. Yes, anything for you. Anything for you. And then he's like, yeah, yeah give me your ring. And then, uh, goodbye. <laughs> uh, uh, like... <laughs> True, though. It's so true. And I feel feel like if Sindel or the Ewoks or Noah, if they gave her a shot at redemption, I think that she would have redeemed herself. Instead, uh... I think throwing the key key down the drain was probably the, the, the point where it was like... No redemption for you. No, like you're uh, some little girl doesn't like you, so you're done. <laughs> like you, yeah. you are. You are. <laughs> and, and, and usually in a movie like this, the kid is the most forgiving yeah. person, yeah, they and they are. go and they'll say, "Even though you were mean to me, I'm gonna let you free." Yeah, and totally. You're expecting that to happen. It's like she's a mean old witch. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> kind of a, not those keys against one of the messages of Star Wars, which is like it doesn't matter how far on the dark side you've gone, you can yeah, you're still redemption. good. You, you can, can come, come back. back. There's always yeah. a chance to redeem yourself. But no, this little no. girl's like, forget it. No, never <laughs> happens. Never happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you tricked me with your horse, blam. Yeah, <laughs> I I like that Noah's little hut. In the middle of nowhere, really has talked about him. has <laughs> it has a second floor. What is the purpose of adding a second floor <laughs> to your hut out in the middle 
of a forest. He's, he's been there for a long That's time. That's what he just I'm got saying. You know, it's he probably okay. lost it after a while, and he was just like, he was like, why ain't moving? It's, I ain't going anywhere. Might That's as well. why when they left, I'm like, where are they going at the end of this movie? Exactly. Like, exactly. What, he's built a life here <laughs> with his little guy, oh, and- teak. Like, why would he ever go? He's been here forever. Exactly. You know, because he says he's stranded there ever since his first mission. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he got, like, a super late start in yeah. life. It was like, oh, time to, uh, I'm 60. Time to go on my first mission. Just out of, yeah. just, just out of flight school. Yeah. I mean, maybe he, he's got some sort of race that, that uh, yeah, like, accelerated. Yeah, he's got progeria. His space progeria. There's no way he's got like extra changes of clothes or anything like that so has he been wearing the same uniform for hey the look man if wicked <laughs> can fashion a hang glider oh, out of a couple pelts i wouldn't put it past noah to be crafty enough man. i mean he built a pretty immaculate hut he did yeah. a trap and that wood burning stove. Oh, I, I know. Think was teak. I was staring at that. Yeah, yeah Teak made that. I feel it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he just ran them around. I thought maybe he actually sunk it down instead of built it um, up because sunken hut. Huh? Yeah, he could have like made more space if I don't know. I was trying it's, to it's picture how that guy could have done yeah. it. Yeah. So what you brought up where it's like, why do they have to leave? Uh, uh, that's the big ending. Yeah. Uh, like I can understand. You know, because uh, Noah and Salik, or that's his name, right? The guy that yeah, died Salik. in jail, Salik. Noah and Salik, they crash landed there and they were like, well, we got to get out of here. But Noah has since then created, you know, crafted his own home and he's made his friend with uh, with Teak. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's gained the acceptance of uh, the Ewoks and has single-handedly defeated an army of ogres you know what he could do now now he could just go move into the castle i'm the king ewoks bring me my dinner yeah he could do anything at this point take his off the statue there you go i think i can fix this her whole family is dead like where she's not gonna go find a distant relative i don't think to live with like you know i know they have a uh They've got space. They've got a way of doing that in some of these movies. Space cousins. And you see, I, I understand, because in the beginning she says, well, we have to go because I got to go to school, which, <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> Imperial Academy, here you go. Okay, yeah, exactly. Sure. But then, like, the family gets wiped out, and it's like, okay, uh, Noah's gonna go enroll you in school on uh, what? What planet yeah. are you gonna go to? Planet Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. trying to make <laughs> friends somewhere. Like. They're, gonna, they're gonna land on their first planet, and you'd be like, uh, "Who's this older man you're with?" Oh, I don't know. I met him on the planet. Okay, you need to come with us right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's sort of like you know, he's got this rusty. He would let me eat biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd maybe sleep out in the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> that rotten old man makes me sleep in the same bed as him. <laughs> but like uh, he, that that ship is overgrown with ivy yeah. and everything. It's yeah. it's been trash for uh, for seemingly decades. Yeah, and he, you know, he puts the magic battery in there, and it works again. It's like you know, 
if you're if your car breaks down and you sort of go, oh, I think I can fix this one thing and the first thing you do is, you know, take it to a mechanic or something like that. You're not going to trust your car. But he's like, well, time to leave this planet. You know, here we go. Yeah. A, let me let me scoop up the little kid. And I'm going, what business but, could possibly be so important to make them leave this situation? Exactly. And why are you trusting your crappy spaceship <laughs> yeah. again that crashed yeah. on this planet to, uh, yeah, to begin true. with? Yeah, true. It's not like he got better at piloting. No, no, <laughs> no. he didn't have time to practice that. Yeah, he has like, no idea. The flight simulator's been working fine. I've, <laughs> this was I don't all know I've what their doing. future would look like, but I was trying to imagine them on some planet where a lot of you know more futuristic more built than sure. a than a rural planet like this is sure sure and it doesn't seem like she's gonna have a very fun life yes, if she's no, not no. with her friends he's going she's straight like, to Coruscant to get some death sticks yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'd, she'd be the kid who's like fastening like you know I don't know, like spears. While everyone else is like learning, this is what I know. Mm-hmm. I know the Ewok way. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. <laughs> They taught me human flesh is edible. Sindel's like some version of Tarzan or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what incredible luck uh, the stars must have been aligned. Oh, totally. That the one thing that Tarek pulls out of the ship, and he says, this is my magic. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the one thing... Oh, <laughs> That is fully uh, uh, compatible <laughs> with Noah's ship. Yeah, which was probably like, you know, like decades older. <laughs> that would be like pulling a battery out of a Model T and putting it in a Lamborghini and oh going, my God. oh my God, I can't believe that worked. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly expected <laughs> lithium crystals. Yeah, like, yeah. Them, like, to bring that thing to Noah and for him to be like, why did you get this? You know, and then he like goes back to the the their ship, the parent ship, and be like, "Well, this actually has the thing we need," and it wasn't going to turn out to be the thing that. Because, yeah, because, because when when uh, when he's got that that battery or the power, mm-hmm. the magic as the star crystal. It doesn't seem that Noah really knows what that is, because if you've been stranded on this planet (laughs) for decades, and that's the one thing that you need, you would have been like, holy macaroni, this was my thing! That's my ticket off of this planet. But he's like, huh. He just kind of casually walks Uh, over, picks it up. Play it cool, Noah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get all these little freaks are going yeah. on your ship. You just got yeah. <laughs> also, Tarek is convinced that it is magic, and he imprisons Sindel with the magic. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that doesn't. So if it really was magic, <laughs> why would he? And there's not the even power? a there's no one even standing guard in the prison. <laughs> so if it really was magic, she would have been like, "All right, sucker, mm-hmm. goodbye." Figured it out. <laughs> Open all the things. Mm-hmm. Blow up the entire castle. Everybody's dead. Well, Movie's those two over. guys were playing cards or whatever. 
the, the card playing ogres are the two my two favorite ogres. <laughs> like they put a lot of detail on their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. members of uh, Guar, like I said, yeah, yeah, it, it does look a little Guarish. <laughs> Sitting on poor Teak Sand and another. Isn't that another situation where somebody catches on fire? No, no, that was a uh, somebody else. A lot of things catch on fire in this movie. Yeah. The, the the castle that the ogres sort of listlessly wander around and <laughs> really has a job to do or anything. Well, we got to make sure that all their laser guns are fur-lined. Yeah. There's one dude who just sits there and wraps them up. But you never see it. They just sort of like sit around and get drunk. <laughs> yeah. Play cards. They never have any complex conversations. And, like, and, and, and that's, why, that's why it's like everyone's... Uh, under the the thumb of Tarek is because uh, like he just sits on the throne Uh, but like nothing ever really happens or gets done and you just get frustrated a lot yeah the 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 intelligence of the ogres uh, doesn't seem indicative of the craftsmanship that went into the castle yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I feel that they're definitely raiders and, and this is just a thing a thing along their way. Sure. I, I'm fairly raided, certain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. Well, but then again, they've got like advanced weaponry and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the king 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 Guzzo, whatever his name is, is wielding a big old sword, but everybody else has blasters and they've got, you know, repeaters and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't think they made that. Themselves. They just commandeered it somehow or other. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they went into like some uh, imperial bunker or something and uh, and raided that. Which supports it being after Return of the Jedi. <laughs> what the yeah, heck? I don't know. Have you uh, have you seen the the movie posters from Guiana? Have you ever seen those? Mm. They're like hand painted. Uh, Probably yeah. posters. There's one of this movie. Oh really? Oh, sweet. and it is awesome. That sounds yeah, I don't know. Cool. Uh, post that onto your Facebook page because of all of those posters, the the Battle oh, for Endor man. one was the best. Which is also like uh, this is like a a, a made for TV movie, but in Guyana, you had to go to the theater uh, to go see this. Oh, How awesome would that be? Oh yeah. my gosh, that's oh, so cool. Gosh. I kind of was wondering if the reason Wicket started talking to her was because of the way the movie was set up, that they realized there would be too much of the time that she wouldn't have somebody to talk to if he wasn't interacting with her or something. <laughs> yeah, they uh, had to make Wicket talk. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it wouldn't have worked if you she can't. couldn't just... Yeah, we don't and have that's mace. a lot to put on a child actor in the first place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And you know what? I really liked the little girl uh, that that plays Sindel because there's a couple moments when she's talking to Wicket, she hugs Wicket, and I yeah. and I and I said, well, I re- I believe that. Yeah. I believe yeah. that she really loves totally. Wicket, and that yeah. I believe that they're friends because sometimes you, when you watch a movie like this and there's a little kid actor, you go, oh my yeah. god, this Definitely. kid, you know. But uh, it's believable, man. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that that little girl went on to do anything else besides these two Ewok movies. No, and uh, says she was a producer on a movie called The Message in 2012. But other than that, she has no credits. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. 
And there's yeah, there's also a time there. There's a scene where uh, Wilford Brimley has Sindel on her lap in a very tender moment, which is very believable. And yeah, she know, sings a song, and it's adorable. I know it's I so adorable. Yeah, I didn't find anything weird about that. If anything, you know, he just seemed like a, a big old grandpa. Yeah, especially when when he's acting all gruff when they first meet, and then like she wakes up from that nightmare she has. Uh, and he's, he's, he's not like, oh, you woke me up. He's immediately like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Come into bed. Put you in this bed and put this little teddy bear in here. Too with that. <laughs> oh, that's an actual thing. Never mind. Yeah, see, I, and I'm trying to go for the, you know, pedophile uh, <laughs> thing here, but, and it's so easy to go there. But it doesn't feel like it at all. Not in the movie. Because Wilford Brimley is such a lovable right. character. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about this, too. Is uh, This is basically the only thing that I know him from, save for oatmeal commercials and diabetes yeah. commercials. Yeah. And then for we brought up, yeah. brought up the thing where he doesn't have his mustache and he's, you know, he's, he's doing like real acting as a person in that movie. Yeah. And, and, and you know what's weird? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, it's okay. Not just a caricature of an yeah. old man. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Because when he's in the thing, to me, that's not Wilford Brimley. That's like yeah. a totally different guy. Yeah. It's a totally different guy. I was shocked when you said that was him because I yeah. was like, but then, but then I, I connected it and I was like, oh, okay, some mannerisms are there, but like, yeah, not the whole, oh, he's, the whole old man. I'm done with everything, you know? <laughs> like, he has one of the most recognizable voices, in my opinion. And maybe that's yeah. just from being brainwashed as a child, but, you know, I, I just. He's got that thing. Everybody makes fun of it, and you know that Montana accent and all that stuff like that. But it's like, I like I you 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 only know him from a couple of things. Like I, I know him from uh, In and Out, that movie with uh, Kevin Klein. He's like the father for some reason. Uh, I don't know why they would think those two are related. He's in that movie. What is that movie with old people where they cocoon? Cocoon. He's one of the old He's guys in Cocoon? Cocoon with the Don Amici and all them. Yeah, I think you're right. You know what? I've never seen Cocoon. Okay. That, that, that's a 80s uh, classic that sort of felt uh, slipped through my fingers. Yeah. He's in Cocoon? Yeah. Talking okay. about how he's got wood after he swims in that pool. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Right. That's what I, I want to think about. about. Yeah, this is, that's a. Uh, thank you, Joel. Uh, 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 <laughs> and he's. I haven't seen the firm, but I have seen the part oh, where yeah, the Tom firm. Cruise starts kicking Wilfred Brimley's ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The firm. There is for for this being a children's movie. There's a lot of death. death. Oh my god! Death right out the gate. Like uh, yeah. And then reminders of death. Like yeah. The bracelet and the skeleton <laughs> in the prison let's, and the. Let's talk about the bracelet for a second yeah. because Gosh. it starts off immediately with the Ewok Holocaust. <laughs> right, right. And the the family, Sindel's family, they've got these bracelets and they all have their life meters on there. Yeah. And as soon as it goes red, that means red, you're dead. Yeah. And it seems like it goes out. And Sindel wears that bracelet for the rest of the movie lit up red as a reminder that her family is 
dead. Yeah. <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I There's, mean, I mean, was that a big thing in the first movie? Uh, you know, I, was, I think so because that was the reminder that her family was still still alive. alive because the oh the Ewok. Gosh, that's dark. Yeah, because <laughs> in the first movie, they're tracking the parents. And there's a caravan of courage. I don't know That's if we right. knew that or not. Yeah, right. But uh, the Ewoks find, <laughs> they find Sindel and Mace's mom and dad in an ogre's lair. Or it's a giant. It's a giant. Yeah. yeah. And they're like in a bird's nest or like a, <laughs> yeah. uh, like a, a bird's cage. And it looks like they've been abused and starved. <laughs> totally. And uh, yeah, they get they bust out oh, there, and uh, and uh, as soon as they, it's like it's like, well, hey, much. kids, Ewoks, thanks for busting me out of this giant's lair. What's that onslaught of ogres? Oh, we're toast. Yeah. Three minutes into this movie, dead. And, and like, uh, the hero of the movie. And uh, even when the ogres are sitting there, like torching the Ewok village. There's even there's an ogre who gets a spear right in the chest, <laughs> and it, so it's not yeah. just like the Ewoks yeah. that are getting killed. It's like uh, it is a war. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of different scenes where people are getting things directly. <laughs> I also found the battle for Endor kind of a misleading title to this movie too, because it seemed more like it was about Sendel's journey to try and. Escape and or maybe that was the point of it survive with almost. survive with the Ewoks, but I know there was a battle, but oh, it yeah. seemed yeah. like it wasn't like for escape, escape seemed to be Endor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, it should be called battle on, of, on of, Endor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, battle in Endor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Sequel Ogres to the first against movie, Ewoks or whatever. Like, well, I mean. Is it safe to assume that all of these ogres were like wiped out by the end of the movie? Like, do we want to do we want to talk I mean, about that right sure. now? Sure, some of them run off, but I mean, did, yeah, did any of them run away? They I probably. Thought some I, did. I, I thought it was like a complete. They ran like, directly into the moat. The genocide. Ogre genocide. <laughs> there at the end, like, yeah. like, like there's these two species on this planet. There's Ewoks and there's ogres, and there can only be one. Like yeah. you know, like there's like a, it was pretty definitive there. You got that third mystery uh, species, whatever Teak is, because he. He's not an Ewok. Uh, that's true. You know? I wondered what that's else true. was. God, I love around. him though. Teak is uh, is an awesome character, and <laughs> it is, it is unfortunate that you know, there's only one of them because how rad would it be to have an army of Teaks just <laughs> hauling all over the place? You know, For some making things happen yeah. so quick, nobody even saw it happen. Yeah, yeah, that would be perfect. I mean, I guess the metabolism rate of teak was pretty high, so maybe they just, they just, you know. Oh, they died out. They died out, yeah. Because yeah. there wasn't enough, yeah. There wasn't enough biscuits around, and Obviously, you know? they can't get their own food. People have to make it for yeah, them. Yeah, people mm. have to make it for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their, their survival depends on yeah. another species. He's sort of the exact opposite of Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley has diabetes. <laughs> That's why they're the perfect and, and a giant insulin pump that he wears on him at all times. Right. And then Teak has the metabolism of a hummingbird and eats... 
Oh, uh, uh, ten pies. <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we started talking about that too. Like, we're space pie fans. It's, <laughs> starting, it's starting to become clear to me, guys. Maybe it's just because it's so late. But it's like, but it's like, okay, like he keeps Teak around because he's trying to figure out how he can like steal his metabolism. No. And perhaps it's like the cure for his diabetes is yeah. like right oh. in front of him. So he's just like studying him while he sits in his in his hut. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the most darkest thing I could think of That's right now. But is. <laughs> Teak is not allowed to go on the second story. That's <laughs> Yeah. That's where all of Noah's lab equipment <laughs> is. Where he puts yeah. Teak up there and draws his blood and Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll steal you, little bastard. Yeah. What's he going to do without that guy? He's so used to him running I, around doing everything for him. I mean, like like when the, the know, ship man. flies off, like we said, and a bunch of TIE fighters just, just <laughs> blow the ship out of the sky. <laughs> or because he's so terrible at it, it probably was like, <laughs> I don't think he has many social skills at this point. He's been away from civilization oh, for thing, that's yeah. And all of his friends got to be dead. Yeah. His family's got to be dead. Yeah. I, where the hell are they going at the end of this movie? <laughs> I do want to see know. a sequel where he gets into his family and they're like, oh, it's you. <laughs> like they're all that's what he always was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were trying to set it up for another movie. I don't know. Would you bring that little mouth breather over here? First yeah. thing, oh, the bugger. next movie, Wilford Brimley dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, they they jump into hyperspace. Wilford Brimley goes into a diabetic coma, <laughs> and Sindel has to navigate <laughs> through a meteor. Uh, After she freezes uh, uh, Wilford Brimley into like a uh, carbonite, yeah. I'm assuming that <laughs> John. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's like his beard just the, <laughs> the opposite of Aliens Three, where yeah, he dies in, in, in transit, and it's because one of those stop motion beasts like stowed away on there. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh the good. giant fish dudes! Yeah, those guys are awesome. Yeah, they look like dewback, like two legged dewbacks, but. <laughs> Again, I you'd have to go to Wikipedia for their BS explanation of what it is in the expanded universe. Can I do that right now? No. But that that <laughs> those were cool. And another thing that we haven't talked about is it's like a pterodactyl dragon type thing. Oh, oh yeah, that is cool. That was awesome. Endor man. And Endor. Also one of the uh, most hilarious parts of this movie is when that dragon picks up Sindel <laughs> and she's kicking her little legs. <laughs> and, and it looks very uh, and, it, and it's like very real. They, <laughs> thank, thank God that Wicket fashioned a hang glider in uh, record speed. <laughs> In order to go catch up with a flying dragon. It went over the dragon, right? Because he was dropping rocks he, he, he on You certainly it. caught up to it, whatever was going on. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah, the speed velocity of this thing versus the hang glider, I don't know. But he did have rocks on it, though. So maybe he was just yeah. like, maybe it was like a higher, uh, upper, you know. It, yeah, it depends on where he flew, you know. Okay, so but, from the glider. Was that okay? Yeah. But... The dragon also drops Sindel. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Oh, Wicket is above yeah. the dragon, and he flies down underneath 
Oh, Sindel. Oh, oh, and she falls and she yeah. lands on top yeah. of it. Maybe Endor's. That's <laughs> that's totally fake. <laughs> Maybe that magic that we're seeing that has no explanation. Maybe Endor is just like a, or the the forest moon is just like a super. Uh, yeah. concentrated area of force energy. Like, hey, Wicked, maybe maybe he, like, force, he's yeah. force sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Ewok Jedi, come on. Wicked smart. I think he's the smartest he's person. Smart. Yeah. He's the smartest <laughs> that's Ewok on this planet. Ever. He has to be the smartest one because he's the only one that learns how to talk. Yep. He makes a hang glider out of bones <laughs> and pelts. Guyvers that that shit like crazy, yeah. man. Everybody else is really good at doing stuff too, and they he, obviously they learn how to fire those lasers. He starts a he starts a fire with a twig. Yeah. Uh, what else does he do? He he does some <laughs> smart stuff. Really? Yeah. His survival skills are uncanny. Yeah. He did something else that was yeah, like engineer. Remember, but I remember thinking, "Wow, he's like an engineer." Totally, totally. He's got the Donatello skills. I know? feel like the reason why those other the other Ewoks don't know English is because, or, or common, is because when her family was still around, she's like, "Oh, well, I'm teaching Wicked Common. It's it's great. He's really good at learning that." Okay, honey, don't do that with any other ones. Okay. Yeah. Just, just don't. We don't. We don't want to mess things up. Just like, that one. Just we, This is fine. This will be your special pet. We don't keep. We don't teach the slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we teach them the basic words: food, water. Mm. The, Life. The, uh, what, one of oh, uh, uh, another another laugh uh, that I had was. Uh, uh, towards the end, uh, during the bat, the battle for Endor, right. <laughs> is uh, for some reason uh, Noah Wilford Brimley has set up a catapult <laughs> uh, out in the forest and has, I guess, an unlimited supply of explosives. <laughs> Right. That's and power. The ship That's had magic tons power. Of explosives they just no, no star crystals. Because he also, like, when they escape, well, I, I want to talk about the the catapult yeah. for a second. <laughs> because there's a part where there's a little foreshadowing there, where an Ewok crawls up into the catapult basket, yeah. and you go, "Okay, that's gonna happen." Uh, that's right. yeah. yeah, yeah, and. And so they're they're lobbing the bombs and they're exploding these ogres and everything. And then uh, I forget what the circumstance is, but they need to launch an Ewok. Wicked is up in the tree. Oh, that's right. And they need to get him down. And and, and all three guys, all three ogres are in. They're gonna Wicked because he's he's hanging. We need to throw an Ewok in this castle. And they launch. It looks like they stuffed an Ewok costume with, like, newspaper or something and launched it. And it goes head over heels. It is so hilarious. That is such a hilarious oh, part. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so good movie is what we're You know what? It's it. such an enjoyable movie Loved because movie. I, I will go back and watch this periodically. And uh, I watched... Uh, Caravan of Courage, uh, 
and I just don't have the attachment to yeah. it that I do to this. I, I think mainly because there was some some more experimental um, special effects in, in in the first one that didn't turn out very good. There's like a little light fairy uh, in the first mm. one, and it's very cartoony. Mm. But I, I feel I, like I totally that, forgot about it. I, I feel like that yeah, because it's not memorable. Mm. And, and in this one, I, the thing that we kept talking about is how amazing the matte paintings are. Yeah. And and we kept rewinding it because we were like, is that a real set or is that a matte painting? And, you know, that's... All those backgrounds, the, dude. The, All of them were so amazing. And even the castle, uh, Tarek's castle, I mean, it looks real. Yeah. And we were saying that's got to be a miniature yeah. uh, of some sort. But there again... I, you know, I don't know. It it, it looks very convincing. Uh, th- there's a lot of angle usage in the in the in the, in the cinematography mm. that, that that makes a lot of that stuff look real. Yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's real cool. It was awesome. Can you count on that? Uh, at least some things to always look good when it comes to any sort of Lucas produced thing. You know, he doesn't. I I don't know how much involvement he actually had on like set design or all that kind of stuff like that. I don't um, know. I'm speaking, but you know, I don't I don't think that I don't think much. It doesn't it doesn't seem like much. <coughs> yeah. They just hired the right people. They did good. Yeah. There's one oh. scene where um the Ewoks are um uh sliding down a rope. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and they like every time they slide down <laughs> They bash their face into like this obelisk, <laughs> you know. And there's no other way to shoot it besides from the back. And you see every Ewok zipper down the back. Like, the Ewok slides down the rope and smashes his face into this big rock. And then you just see the zipper. And then they thought. Kicking his little feet. <laughs> oh my god! There's a couple of gifts I want to get from this thing. There, yeah. there's a there's a couple of gif worthy uh, oh clips god. in this movie. Moments, most sure. most definitely. I just there, love it. There's a scene where they're escaping from jail and they're running out, and it that is a perfect moment that you could speed up a little bit and play the Benny Hill yakety sax and, and have the Ewoks running around. Oh man! Forever. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, I want to point this out. Uh, I, I do want to uh, start to wind up on sure. here, but the uh, production designer was actually Joe Johnston, mm. and he is kind of a Spielberg uh, protege type person. He directed Jurassic Park three, which is you know it's not, it's not really something to brag about, but uh, and uh, he, this is better than Jurassic Park yeah. three. <laughs> uh, more recently, he did uh, he did the cap- the first Captain America movie, Captain America: The First Avenger, back in two thousand one. So you know he's had a pretty good. Career. Oh, I thought you were saying the nineties movie. I, oh, I was no. saying let's dig in, man. <laughs> let's, let's do that. You know that that Italian movie, <laughs> yeah. October Sky, Jumanji. Uh, yeah, he's got some stuff. The the oh, the rock. I didn't realize that. So what you're saying that this is his best movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. And the thing I was laughing about that Aaron was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, I- "I'll tell you when we did the podcast." Is that the uh, composer for this and pretty good Star Warsy music was Peter Bernstein? And I was laughing because I was looking at the other things that he's done, and under soundtrack we have a song in Hot Dog the movie. 
Yes. Top of the hill and hold me. And a song in Hamburger, the motion picture. Check it out. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie. <laughs> Hamburger, the movie. That's the first <laughs> pair of boobs I ever saw in my entire life. Wow. I don't even know movie. what this is. Hamburger? Yeah. It's, it's one of those... Type comedies. Okay. It's an 80s screwball okay. comedy. Nope, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a hot dog movie too. Or? In that sense, hot dog, it means like, you know, hot dogging down around because it's a ski movie. It's one of those oh. ski movies. But hamburger, hamburger the motion picture is actually about people making hamburgers. Hamburgers, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's just more. More pure than Hot Dog the movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get it. And boobs. Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't think uh, well, Hot Dog. Yeah. So next that. week we're going to be watching. No, we're yeah, hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so uh, before I wrap it up completely, well, that sound. Com- wow. Now, uh, before we finish up the podcast, uh, Tell us about your stuff, sir. Oh, yeah. I have a podcast uh, of my own. It's called uh, We Watched It For You. The uh, It's about the lesser-known movies of Netflix um, because there is an infinite amount of uh, stuff on Netflix that uh, people most certainly don't want to take the time to watch, and we watch it for you. Thus, that's my podcast. I also make uh, bootleg toys um, on BarbarianRage.com. I have a little uh, surprise here for everyone. I got Star Wars toys for everyone. Star Wars bootlegs. Here you go. Here's some Star Wars bootlegs for me to you. You guys can take your pick. Thank you so much. Awesome sauce. And uh, go to. Oh my god. Go to Stormtrooper. That's amazing. Thank you. So cool. Thank you. Go to uh, BarbarianRage.com. Go buy all my bootleg toys and all that stuff. And uh, that's what I do. We'll link to that on the Facebook page. Thank you very much. really cool. This will go right next to my... Vader. Oh, man. (laughs) Exactly. got those too. Beautiful. Very cool. So uh, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, man. Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. It was great. We'll have to get you back again. Very good. By gunpoint or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so next week we're going to do a listener pick. The pick is going to be Outland. What? (laughs) (laughs) Suggested by Jed Dowtry, who is the person who did that awesome Please Don't Send Me to Outer Space art. Robo Monster. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. It is awesome. You get it. Yeah. Really neat. Uh, So I'm going to read the closing out stuff. I hope you guys think of some great lessons that you learned from this movie. Because I'm going to ask you about it as soon as I'm done with this. I don't know if you've, uh, I don't know if okay, you've heard our it. stuff before. I got, one. But, uh, I got one. We just try to talk about a lesson that this movie taught us. Okay. Uh, so, something that you can really take home and, and it's keep it close to your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. There we go. Uh, email any suggestions or comments you have to please don't podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or the podcatcher of your choice. Give us a like on our Facebook page. It's at facebook.com slash pdsmios. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a star rating or a written rating. Anything like that will help us big time. Thank you in advance. We love you guys. Hey, hey, hey. Aaron loves you.
That's right. Thank we, you. We love you. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be the bumper. Okay, so lessons. Who's got it? I have a lesson. All right. I've learned that if you're going to do character design for a movie and call the movie after that character, have that character blink. Because watching (laughs) Wicket through this entire movie not blink, I I go into a a staring contest with the screen. I, I, I can't, and I can't help myself, but try and stare down the 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 Ewok. So what we're saying is, we want a uh, special edition where Lucas goes in, does all the blinking. Oh, uh, me, yeah, me. If we could do a special George Lucas script, yeah, yeah, blinking, <laughs> a blinking. That's what I learned. Very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm, you first. All right. All right. So if you're Wilfred Brimley, all right, and you got some, and you got and you got some sweet grappling hook skills. <laughs> why don't you just save your friend thirty years ago? <laughs> oh my gosh! You've got an arsenal of bombs, right? Yeah, a cache of bombs. C- cache of bombs. You've got sweet grappling hook skills that that you've been able to maintain for thirty years or however long you're on this godforsaken Endor planet. <laughs> Go save your friend. Oh wow! Go save your friend. Yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why he didn't think to do that. I, it, um, when he threw, when they were at the window, and he just threw that grappling hook, and it like went right around yeah. that 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 thing right away. I was like, with, "The hell, man! Where with, were you?" <laughs> with the skills of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even comments. Oh, I got it the first time. One time, it's like you get it the first time every time, man. But if he's that Henri with the little kid, can That's you imagine true. what a jerk he was to Sally? Oh, I'm sure the guy just left. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine I'm stuck on this planet <laughs> with this man? <sighs> Sally gets bound up to a rock, and he's like, "Well, at least I'm not with that jerk Noah anymore." <laughs> Sally was an alcoholic. He's the one who crashed the ship. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I fell asleep for five minutes. Yeah. And you crash the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm stuck in this two-story oh, hut with this yeah. other guy. <laughs> I don't care what you say. That's as good a retirement as he's ever going to find. Mm, probably true. Um, I think the lesson for me was attachment leads to suffering. <laughs> 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 because everything she loves gets taken away from her. Um, even her very best friend, the Ewok, gets taken away from her at the end. So just don't be attached to anything was my lesson yeah. from this It's a cruel universe. That was good. Space mm-hmm. is dark and lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my lesson is if you've spent years establishing a relationship with somebody... It's it's a real asshole move to just leave them on the planet. Oh no! Oh god! I just that I just ending. can't I can't I can't emphasize this enough. He's not an Ewok. He's been living with you this whole time. His you name is T. Jerk. 
There's plenty of space yeah. on the ship. <laughs> you teach him. You teach him how to fire laser guns on your spaceship. You teach him how to press the buttons. Like, like you taught me a lot on this planet, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But I'm gonna go see my family. And like, they, why would you? I don't like other species. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess that could be a good point. You know, uh, he's got some high imperial. I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah, command yeah. position. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or he's just some space trucker. I his, don't know. His family's from the space KKK. Yeah. <laughs> space South. Yeah. yeah. You bringing that teak around here, boy? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna have him run our space horses. Yeah. I was so wondering scary. if he brought him there. Like, I didn't see... Yeah? I, what if this was just some know. dude who was on his ship? Yeah. I know. I don't know. He didn't care... He just cut it off right Maybe the dementia was setting in Could at the end of the movie. Yub. I don't know. know. Whatever. Yub nub. Yub nub. <laughs> whatever, whatever the guy Lando's friend is. Or maybe he just loved Teak. Maybe he just loved Teak so much he didn't want the ship to blow up and yeah, Teak yeah. to die. Oh, but the little girl is expendable <laughs> because, like, I've only known her for a, m- a month, right? <laughs> knew they were going to die. <laughs> if Teak was his most, like, beloved, you know, this is the one person on this planet I I, I bake eight pies yeah. for. It's you know? Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He when they got the the star crystal again <laughs> after the battle, he noticed that there was a big fissure in it. Yep, and he's like, oh, "This is gonna blow up the planet. I gotta get it off of here. I'm not gonna leave this little girl with these things, though." Or, okay, I think I know what I got. I gotta do the noble thing. We're gonna fly yep. up and blow yep. up in space. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh man. Yep. Wow. Yep. So we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah, see <laughs> Bye. Bye. Sindel should have said, please don't send me into outer space. Titular line. Thank oh, you. Thank you. It's never been nice. said on a podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.